Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Neon Talk, a podcast about innovation, motivation, and inspiration. I'm your host Paige Hardy and this is episode number 73. Holy shit, 73. Guys, we're in it. <laughs> but um, before I get into today's guest, Dirty Shirt, I want to do a little bit of neon news. So last week we had on Cabo, um, got to talk to him about his music and everything he's doing to help grow the craft of other artists. Um, super influential um, and motivational for sure. Definitely uh, go check that out if you're interested. It's over on Facebook videos, wherever you are, or you can go check it out on YouTube too. It's up to you. Um, other than that, March, right around the corner, our nine-year uh, drop is coming up soon. I'm super, super excited to do that photo shoot. As you can tell, I'm excited. I'm wearing my shirt from two Halloweens ago. Um, shout out, Sarah. Uh, anyways, to get into the meat and potatoes of today, um, our guest, Robbie Meanyard, totally pronounced that wrong, aka Dirty Shirt. Um, not only is he a new member of the Neon Black Ambassador team, but he is mainly and most importantly, a artist uh, currently living in Boise, Idaho and just making his way around. So I'm super excited to get into this podcast and learn a little bit about him. So please give it up for Dirty Shirt. Hey, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Neon Talk. Really excited to have you. Yo, yo, what's up? How you doing today? Just chilling, chilling. Hell yeah. I like the grills, the standout outside in that bright sun. Yeah, I definitely like the sun on them. Gives that <laughs> well, um, I guess I, I was going to start with uh, your music, but aside from also saying welcome to the Neon Black family, um, you know, very excited to have you on as an ambassador and part of the team. Yeah, I'm super excited. Thank you guys again for having me. I'm definitely excited to put on and represent like the movement. So I'm excited to see what I can do. Hell Let's yeah. Go. So aside from that, I just want to straight talk about these grills. So what, what like <laughs> made you start wearing grills? Because like I've always been interested like why people wear grills. Oh uh, well, pretty much since I was like mad younger, like maybe fourteen or fifteen, because I grew up on rap a lot, Texas rap too, and that's really what they were about. You know, they had the gold grills, the fat rides. You know, so I don't know. Ever since I was young, uh, I really want one. I remember I went to the mall one time and bought like a fake set of them where you had to boil the stuff at home and everything and mold it yourself yeah. so i've just always wanted one so it's like definitely cool to actually be in the business you know too and actually have a real one that's only fit for me you know hell yeah so i know uh we talked about this um a little bit earlier so tell me a little bit about this like this grill business how did you get into that uh well my buddy ace flow uh so me and him are the ones who are doing it together uh he got his and everything and he just was talking to some people and it's not really that popping over here in Idaho. Like not a lot of people have it. A lot of people want them, but you know, there's really no place to go. So yeah. uh, we were just talking. Uh, we just built up a plan real quick, uh, invest a little money in it. And then just like that, we got started up and everything grills by flow. And we've done, I think about oh, yeah. 20 grills now over 20 grills. Nice. How long have you guys been uh, like in business? I feel like just a year and a half maybe two nice. almost nice yeah i'm sure uh boise idaho isn't exactly the ideal uh, target market for you guys with grills 
uh it really depends we've actually like uh because there's a lot of the younger uh rappers out here trying to get in the game and you know they're all about it like oh i want to get iced up you know so and then we yeah and then we just had a few homies just like on our facebook page and everything just hit us up and they're out of state so we've had to like mold the clay out and stuff and like get them suited up and everything and yeah it's just been a really cool experience like seeing because like uh there's just mad random people who want it like a uh, one of my photographer friends he wants a girl just like the canines are like one tooth just trying yeah. or something. So i can see myself rocking like a one tooth i mean man <laughs> anyway so let's talk a little bit about your music since that's why i got you on this podcast i mean i could talk about like jewelry grills and all this fun stuff all day but uh <laughs> let's get down to so what I really want to talk about, what I'm really interested about is, uh, you know, your music. Um, you've got, you know, your all your music's on all digital platforms. Um, so I've had the opportunity to listen to you the last few days while I've been researching. And also, you know, while I've been getting you on the Neon Black team as well. Um, it's been fun. So definitely have a lot of questions. Uh, when, you know, obviously you said you've been into music for a while since you were younger. What would you say was like your biggest influence to really start getting you into wanting to create the music versus just listening to it? Uh, honestly, probably uh, Mac Dre. Like he's my favorite all-time artist. I, I'll clout write him or whatever. It's all day. Like I think he's just number one in my opinion. I really don't think no one can outdo him. And uh, I seen a DVD with him one time, and you know he's just having fun. You know, just living it up and doing what he wanted to, helping put his people on. So I was just like. That's what I really want to do. That's the mission right there. Just have fun doing what you love to do. Hell yeah, man. That, that is the mission, right? So uh, speaking of the part of the mission that you've been on, you know, you've got uh, a bunch of singles on um, out there. And I know you've got two full albums, at least The Recipe and Dirty Truth. Um, what was your first track that you dropped and what was it about? Uh, so the first... Man, so the first one I actually did was when I was 18. Uh, it was really horrible. It was on MySpace days, recorded with the camera. I don't even remember what it was about, but uh, I think the first really professional one I uh, released uh, was when me and my buddy uh, Deceased were doing Rhythm and Rhyme, and uh, what song was that? I think it was uh, Lyrical Bars, part one, on the recipe, because uh, we had to get a show ready because i booked us one and we didn't have no songs and i told him just like all right well we got to come up with like six full songs 15 minutes of material he's just like oh snap so <laughs> we just got in the booth started writing and that was the first one and that was just like i think just kind of to flex uh lyrical skill like we we're coming to the game brand new for the most part so we just kind of wanted to showcase our ability like you know we're trying to do do it out here so we just had to kind of show off a little. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So I was actually going to ask about uh, the song Lyrical Bars because it's one of the top listened songs on, uh, you know, your Spotify. And uh, I mean, that's what I went to listen to your music, at least. Um, so did you expect that song to, you know, be as popular as it did because of what you guys were trying to do with it? Uh, honestly, no. Like, uh, we had a few more songs like, that were a lot more popular i feel like uh so that one honestly was kind of a surprise because that was just kind of our like opener song we never really promoted it like we performed it a lot so 
Mm-hmm. But I never thought it'd be like the most popular like on the album because I feel there's other ones, but yeah. I definitely like because that was like our first time, like not our first time, but like really connecting, like making the rhythm and rhyme. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, hell yeah. So with all the music that you've created, I mean, I'm sure you know everything changes over the years. What would you say is the message you're trying to spread with your music? Uh, definitely just being yourself. Just have fun. Uh, you know, there's serious times. I have a few serious songs out there, but I'm just uh, just trying to express myself. That's really my main message. Like, this is how I express myself, and I really hope to touch other people, you know, because uh, that's always the goal, just trying to help people out. But I really just do it to express myself and pretty much show, like, you two can express yourself too, you know, like, whatever way to get it out. 100%. Um, I definitely feel that, like, artists have a tool that they can use to influence other people. Do you think it's important for artists to be aware of this tool that they have and the influence it can have on society and the culture that they spread it to? Absolutely, because that's, honestly, that's how, like, revolutions are made, you know? Like, that's how big movements are made, because uh, some people are just scared of you know what might happen like either being their self or speaking their free mind you know not caring what people think so i definitely think people you know should utilize their tools whatever they got to make a difference in the world like you only live once you might as well try and help out while you're here you know and just try and utilize what you got hell yeah man um yeah and speaking of kind of the world a small world um, that, you know, as we were also talking and as I found on online too, um, you have made a song with Zero, Cold Hearted, um, that's on YouTube. It's such a small world since, you know, we interviewed Zero prior to this, had no idea, you know, you guys had even known each other until basically I saw that y'all both lived in Boise, Idaho. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> but that song Cold Hearted, um, what was it like? creating a song with another artist especially like as motivational one as zero is and um you know so what was just like the whole process behind that that music video and the the message uh so that one uh so yeah shouts uh shout out to zero and kiki Ramer on that one so yeah. i was just kind of going through i was going through some things at the time you know i felt people were kind of just hating on me like and I felt I'd definitely, like, prove myself and try to get myself to everybody. But, you know, I was just kind of getting, I just feel the recognition I deserved and stuff. And just people were just, I felt were acting shady. So I was just in a dark place. And just hearing the song, I just felt it was, like, really impactful because a lot of people deal with that. And, you know, uh, as you grow bigger, like, as an artist or an influencer, you know, like, people are going to hate on you for no reason at all, you know. And try and bring you down so that's kind of the idea i have behind it because uh zero he's definitely one of the top names out of here you know he's a big name out of here same with kiki romero so i was just like you know i'm pretty sure these guys know exactly how i'm feeling right now so i shot on the beat shot on my verse and everything and they're just yeah i could vibe with this you know like i could you know i could talk sun on this you know so it's definitely cool because i felt you know they being the past they've been on and everything, they could definitely relate to the song. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's so cool that, uh, you know, 
again, how small the world it is and kind of referring back to the whole influential part, you know, as you said, they're, you know, some of the bigger names in Idaho and the fact that you guys are able to make a song such as, you know, Cold Hearted. I mean, hell, as I said, when I, when I listened to it, I felt some sort of way and I'm like, well, shit, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the message you're able to, to spread and, uh, and what you guys are spreading in general, which is awesome. Um, what Thank are your you. plans, you know, kind of going back to more you, what are your plans for, uh, the next album that you're going to be creating? Is it going to be different than these past ones? Uh, I feel like it. I'm actually talking to, uh, one of my producer friends cause I'm gonna have a few singles to release just to, you know, kind of keep myself relevant, you know, not just totally black out on the scene, but uh, yeah. I'm going to be working close with uh, my producer friend, like going to be hands on with the beats uh, and pre I'm probably going to make it mostly a solo album because uh, I don't know if you notice I have a lot of features on my stuff because I just uh, I like writing one verse. I don't want to get too carried on with myself. So I like hearing how other people would sound on it, but it's going to be more I feel, I guess, in touch with me, like I'm probably going to get a little more personal on it, like probably have a few fun songs on there but really get more real with it you know hell yeah well i'm excited um what's your whole process uh like when it comes to creating elements obviously as you said you've got a lot of features so i'm sure your process working with other artists is different than when you're just creating music for yourself yeah it really just all depends on the artist like so first thing like i hear the beat uh Maybe I'll mess around, try and write a few bars to it, kind of get the feel for the song. Like, uh, this one kind of makes me feel a little emotional on the sad side, or uh, this one makes me just kind of want to go out and go on a cruise, you know? Uh, so it really depends on that. And then I really, I listen to a lot of their voices, because I try and hear, like, what kind of voice would sound different for that kind of song or sound good. So, and then just vibing out with people. Uh, like, I feel one of the one artists I out here a uh, superior one i've done a lot of features with him and we just hop in his studio and we just vibe and just talk back and forth like we'll freestyle a little bit and like just an idea will hit just like oh that's the jam right there you know like ride with that and then you know it's just crazy like because sometimes it could take like a few days going back and forth but sometimes it just happens in like mere 15 minutes like all right let's let's get it going hell yeah yeah for sure i definitely definitely probably depends on the artist the people the vibe for sure a lot of a uh, lot of factors there um that speaking of you know kind of the factors that go into creating the album all the resources that you need in general um you were recently signed to uh it's a two sync entertainment is that how you pronounce it uh two sick two sick entertainment okay. um from um and just in general what like, how did this opportunity come about for you? And what did you, what would you say it did to change your craft? Uh, well, I've known her for a few, uh, Misery, shout out to Misery, to Sick Entertainment. Uh, so I've known her for a few years now and we just been chopping it up and uh, I just seen her doing a lot of work, you know, like she's not one of those artists who are just in the game for like a year or something and then just dropped off you never heard of, you know, and she was doing tours, like been just, she tours like four or five times a year you know just been on the move so i was just like you know i respect them we we're just chopping it up because uh one of my homies out here who's uh we're label mates uh he signed was signing with them so i was just like bro uh let me talk to her real quick you know like so i messaged her real quick kind of asked her what the deal was and i just liked it and 
because I feel uh, just signing to it expands myself, my brand too, you know, like, because that's something I was always uh, kind of nervous about because I've always wanted to be in like just solo independent artists. Like I didn't want to have nobody's help and everything, but mm. I kind of had an epiphany one day. It's just like, well, dang, I probably can't do this all myself, you know, so. It was definitely cool. I see her grinding, so that's kind of when I was asking her, like, you know, how can I get a part of the label and uh, talked it out, signed a contract uh, the 18th of April, I think, last year, and then just since then. And then uh, as far as uh, my craft goes, how, uh, what was the in question on that part again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Basically, no, no, you're good. You're good. You basically answered that. Um, no, that's that's really cool. So, would you say that, like, your like just you as an artist in general, do you feel like you would be somewhere completely different if you weren't signed to uh, to Too Sick? I feel like it because uh, they definitely gave me like the good opportunity to go on tour with them and spread myself out there, and it's a lot of support from all the label mates on there. So that's definitely a plus too. Uh, I think I would probably more, I'd still be doing more music, I guess, just because I wouldn't have as much time on the road and stuff, but I, I think I would still probably be a little behind. It definitely helps being signed. You know. <laughs> hey, you know, to each their own, everybody's, uh, you know, I know people who feel more comfortable being, you know, doing it all themselves, but I definitely can, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of work, so um what would you say was the most motivational part about being in this this label, being with these label mates, being with these artists, um, just in general? Uh, honestly, probably when we uh, all went on tour, uh, me, Misery, K. Rose, and the LOC, uh, the DJ, uh, just being on the road, it was just like, man, so this is what it's truly like, you know, like touring around, going city to city, and it was just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, this is really what I want to do with my life. So I think that really was like the bonding was super cool and just the experience all in one, just like going places I've never been before. So I think that's really was the most influential. Just like, man, this is what it's really like. You know, I could be doing this for real and, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, let's talk a little bit about that trip. So uh, it was back in October that you uh, that you took the nationwide tour, right? Yeah. So, um, where, like, what, what states did you hit? And do you have any, like, what was your, your favorite spot that you guys did a show at? Uh, favorite spot? Ooh, that one's tough. There's a lot of cool ones. Uh, Il uh, Ur Urbana, I think it's pronounced, in Illinois. That one is super cool. It was, like, all these ship crates uh, in an alley, and they graffitied it and everything and just made their own, like, uh, alleyway uh, venue, so... That was probably, like, the coolest one I've seen. And then uh, we went uh, 23 states, uh, started in California, uh, went down south to Houston, Texas, Louisiana, uh, all the way up to New York, and then just kind of hit across the Midwest. But uh, there were just so many spots. New York was cool. Uh, the pizza there is true. It's bomb. I never... <laughs> <laughs> so that was like on my list. I had to get the pizza there. Hell yeah. Hell and yeah. Then, uh, yeah, it was cool too because it was just like 
I feel like I had a real New York moment. Uh, me and the LOC, we went to this bagel shop and this lady like came in just like freaking out, like you need to move your car, you know, and like the owner's just like, you need to get the F out of my shop. Like, I don't know who the hell you are, you know, and just like, it was wild. Just, I was just like, that's gotta be New York. I feel authentic <laughs> now. <laughs> Yo, that's great. Um, did you guys come across any issues while you were traveling and what'd you guys do about the situation? Uh, only issue, like, uh, I feel on the real big issue, uh, we had this one show, I forget where it was at, but it was these younger, like, uh, trap style rappers, but we were in, like, this cowboy bar for the most part, you know, and everyone was vibing for the most part, but when they got on stage, they were just way full of themselves, they started, like, going up to people, just, like, talking shit to their face and everything, just, like, what are you doing, you know, and, like, they're just getting wild, and then there's a fight that almost broke out, like, everything went out to the parking lot, and then we had to cancel the show, so that was definitely a rough one, like, probably the rough ex experience of the whole tour. Damn, but, I mean, hey, it's definitely, I feel like the music industry itself, it's kind of, uh, there's always gonna be, there's, I mean, I feel like not just the music industry, anything in general, really, you gotta be prepared for those those things that are yeah. going to come up and, and happen for sure. But um, all in all, it sounds like you had a really good tour and it sounds like you had a lot of fun and, and everything. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, got to meet with a lot of people, network with a lot of people. Um, one of my next songs coming out is actually going to be with one of my homies, The Brain Cell, who I met in Philadelphia. And then hopefully here soon, I have another artist on there. He's from New Mexico, MCX, and he's on the track too, so... You know, it's just cool building the network and kind of seeing where the reach goes, too. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Um, so one thing I really wanted to talk about before we start wrapping things up is something I saw on your Facebook that you're involved with or president of is uh, Show Love, Grow Love. Tell me a little okay. bit about this movement and uh, kind of what it is and, and how you got started with it. Yeah, of course. So, Show Love, Grow Love, that was started uh, with me, Ace Flow, and my buddy Deceased. And, you know, it was just pretty much dreamers believe in dreamers because everywhere is going to have their scene, you know, where everyone's clicked up or hating on each other. You know, like some artists just won't go out to shows because another artist is on the bill, you know, just like, nah, he's on there. I don't want to go support. So, that yeah. was kind of our thing because uh, me and Brad, we'd always go to everybody's show and, you know, to support, show love, stand up for everyone's performance. And even if we weren't on it, we were still going to shows, just trying to show face and meet everybody and, you know, like show support. And then Ace Flow, he was doing the same thing too. And uh, his cousin actually was like, yo, you should go link up with them. And uh, one day we just met, we worked on a track and just brought it up. Ace Flow had the name, show love, grow love. And really from there was a rap. And yeah, that the whole movement behind it is just, you know, showing love and growing love, you know, like, with hating on each other, like, because it only takes one of us to make it, you know, and, like, that's all it really takes, and we can all bring each other up, but everyone has that crab-in-a-bucket mentality, so that's what we're trying to break, just, like, you know, there's been shows, like, two hours away where people have been surprised, like, when we show up, just because we want to come support and show love, like, because that's what we're really trying to do out here, it's not just cloud chasing or anything like that we're just really trying to support because we would just want to see somebody make it i love it man i love it i mean one thing that i uh, i personally go by um, i always say spread love be love 
That's what I say yeah. all the time. So definitely, uh, definitely down for that movement. Love it. Definitely behind all of it. Um, so what are you kind of expecting to come out of this? Are you, you know, expecting this to just be kind of more localized or are you trying to really like spread this as much as you can with your music and everything? I, I'm trying to spread it with my music. Uh, that was something, too, I'd try to do at the end of every show, like do a show, love, grow, love, Chan, just try and spread that word real quick, like, you know. Oh, yeah. Do like, even their locals, you know, it's just like, you know, you guys need to support each other, too, like, everywhere. Like, and that's not just as far as music, too, like, businesses as well. Like, I try to stick with local businesses as far as T-shirt printing, that kind of sort of thing, like, anything I need, like. So I guess in a sense, it's like wherever you are, try and show love to your community in a sense, you know, like always spread love everywhere you go. But, you know, really build up your community, like because that's all you have, you know, like you're strangers everywhere else. So you might as well have a good, strong community, like and everyone loving each other. Hell yeah, man. I'm all behind it. All behind it. All right. So one last question that I got for you is it's 2020 now. I mean, hell, it's like three months into 2020 now. Uh it's crazy how fast this shit's going. Um, what can we expect aside from this new album this year? Uh, besides new album, uh, going to be doing a couple tours this year uh, in July uh, on the move tour with me, Zero, Ace Flow, and Higher Thinking. Uh, it's going to be kind of northwestern region, going to end that in type. And then in October, uh, plan to do another big tour again, another uh, nationwide one. So touring and music and that's really it and just really really setting myself up for the years to come hell yeah man uh quick sidebar heard you say higher thinking you've actually got a higher thinking coming up on a podcast here i think uh, yeah that's what yeah. happy birthday higher thinking it is his birthday today so happy birthday oh, higher thinking me. oh shit hell yeah man small world all the way around this is awesome all right well um i mean other than um your instagram and all the digital platforms i know everybody can go find you at uh dirty shirt d-e-r-r-t-y shirt another sidebar where did that name come from <laughs> I, <laughs> that one just it came from my brother because pretty much since a young kid all the way up to junior high and still now like I would always eat or brush my teeth and always have a stain after on my shirt. And, like, after school, he's just like, bro, like, what do you do? Like, how? <laughs> he's just like, I don't know. It's just a curse. And he's just like, all right, well, you know what? That's your name. We're just going to call you Dirty Shirt from now on. And he's just like, but we're going to give it a different spelling because, you know, you just don't want to be a dirty shirt. We're going to try and make it a little bit cool. So I was just like, all right, you know. And then pretty much since, like, 15 or something like that, just Dirty Shirt's been the name. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great. I don't even know why I didn't even think about asking that earlier. <laughs> it's just, that's, that's perfect. But yeah, so you can go find you at uh, in, on Instagram and Spotify and all the digital platforms. Uh, YouTube, is there anything I'm missing? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't really do Twitter. I have a Twitter account, but I really don't mess with the Twitter. <laughs> I, can't, I can't blame you. Social media is hard to keep up with. Right. <laughs> Other than that, I guess you can catch me at my job serving up some chicken. So if you're out here in the hey. area. <laughs> hey, there you go. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I've had an absolute blast. Um, I mean, I know we're going to stay in touch. You're part of uh, the team now. So we're definitely going to be uh, consistently communicating. But aside from that, thank you so much again. I've had, had a lot of fun. 
No, thank you. I really appreciate it so much. And yeah, we're going to get this neon black. I'm excited to be a part of the team. Neon black clothing. It is what's going down. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm excited for you to get these clothes and get some photos so we can start uh, start doing some cross promotion. Get you out there. Love it. I'm super excited. All right. Well, you have a great rest of your day and I will, uh, I'll talk to you soon. You as well. Thank you so much for having me again. Have a good one. Thank you so much for watching another episode of Neon Talk. Uh, it's been an absolute blast. Like I said, you can go catch him at Dirty Shirt, um, D-E-R-R-T-Y Shirt. Um, if you want to get on a podcast, if you want to just message us in general, become a brand ambassador, you can do any of that by sending us a message over on any of our social media platforms at Neon Black Clothing, um, Neon Black CO on Instagram, or you can even send me a message personally on my Instagram as well at page hardy underscore so hope you guys enjoyed this episode i like i said had an absolute blast and i am very excited for next week as well so thanks guys for watching again i hope you have a great rest of your wednesday bye